Welcome back to the upper tier, folks. This is the football podcast we bring you each and every day. Head over to YouTube, smash that subscribe and bell notification button. This is your Premier League preview, match week 31. Joining me as always for these previews, the Dazzler Darren. How are we, Darren? Match week 31, Noel. 30 down, eight to go. We're in the final you know, four long. Do you know the really, the really upsetting part of that is? Go on. We're around the corner from a break. I don't like breaks, Noel. We don't like breaks. Mm. Don't worry, we'll be filling our summer with some sort of content. We'll come up with some good stuff. You don't bet worry. we will. Absolutely. The soap opera that is Manchester United Football Club. Yeah, baby. <laughs> right, let's get into this then. Kicking off Friday night, Newcastle versus Wolves. Yeah, um, Newcastle obviously on the back of a really poor result and Wolves on the back of a really good result against Villa. Um, I know we spoke about this, you know, earlier on off camera and I kind of feel like Newcastle are gonna are gonna are gonna deal with Wolves in this game. I really do. Uh, that's a big shout, you know, obviously. But I really think Newcastle, I think after the defeat and stuff like that, they'll go back in. They won't be happy with the way things went to the weekend. Um, I think Eddie'll have them well drilled again. They'll be tighter. I think they I look for them to create a bit more. And I kind of think, you know, Wolves are gonna run out of steam with, with the way they've been going. And um, they've been playing so so well, but I just don't believe with the kind of small tight squad that they have that they can keep that up for the whole season. And I'd expect to see a little dip off, especially now that they're, you know, they're so safe and stuff like that. And and, and they'd really have to do something magical to, to finish in one of the, the top six spots, maybe. So I'm going to, I'm going to go Newcastle here. Um, I'm going to, 2-1. I'm going to go the opposite. I'm going to go Wolves 2-1. I think they'll continue their form. Um, that drop off that we keep on suggesting and talking about doesn't seem like it's coming. So I'm going to go with Wolves 2-1. Um, I think it would be a big pick-me-up for Newcastle to come back after that. I mean, that was a proper drubbing they got the other day. Um, so it'll take a lot for Eddie to, to pick them back up over that, even that, even as far as the fact that they're home and stuff like that. But I just think Wolves at the moment does a, does a spark in them at the minute. Um, let's move on then. The lunchtime one on Saturday, Everton versus Man United. Yeah, this could be another really tough game for United. Um, Everton have been better at home than they have been away. Um, United have been equally as poor away as they have at home. Um, I was obviously at the Leicester game last week. It was it was very, very poor. It really, really was. Um, I, I couldn't even say, you know, obviously the Atletico game we lost, but we played quite well. The, the Leicester game, we didn't play well. Um, we did well to get a draw. I think going to Goodison, you know, Everton in need of points, obviously. I think, I think this could be a draw. I could see this being... Being one one maybe. I'm gonna go for a Man United win. I think Man United are gonna keep a tower so into the the top four race. Um, and I think Everton are in serious trouble at the moment. Um, <clears throat> I don't think they know where they're gonna find their next points and their next win from. Um, and they look rudderless. Um, and I, I I don't think it matters at the moment. I think when you're in trouble like that, whether you're home or away, I don't think it really matters because we've seen with Everton, they've been so poor on both accounts. Um, and I think United are going to go there and they're going to get the early game and maybe put a little bit of pressure on that top four race by um, putting three points on the board. I'm going to go United 2-1. I hope you're right, man. I'm going to go 1-1, but I absolutely hope I'm wrong. Yeah, let's get into the three o'clock then. Arsenal versus Brighton. Yeah, I suppose a really poor result, obviously, on Monday night for Arsenal. Um, result aside, I think the performance was shocking. Um, considering what we've seen from them recently, uh, I don't think it's 
I don't think it's above Arsenal having a game like that because as I said to you, everything needs to click week to week for Arsenal because obviously they're so reliant on on those midfield and attackers rather than, you know, an out-and-out striker getting the goals. Um, I think the good thing for Arsenal is they're coming up against Brighton who have been very, very poor lately. You know, didn't manage to beat Norwich at home last weekend, although they had the, the opportunity from the penalty spot, which we saw with Neil Melpe. Um, I think Arsenal will do this. I think it'll be tight though. Um, and I think Arsenal will do this 2-1. Yeah, I'm thinking the same. I think um, I think the game the other night wasn't as much about how poor Arsenal was as it was about how good Crystal Palace were. I think uh, Vieira is doing a great job there. He has the well drilled and stuff like that. I think for Absolutely. Brighton, it's very hard to just Brighton week on week at the moment. Some weeks they look like they're already on their hollypops at this stage. And other weeks yeah. they look like, as you said before, they're very comfortable. They're, they're there. They're safe. They know they're safe. Yeah. Earlier in the season, they kind of flattered to the safe. Thought they might deliver a little bit more than just being safe. Um, but they've definitely wilted away. So I think the same. I think Arsenal 2-1. Southampton versus Chelsea. Yeah. Um, Southampton, obviously, off the back of a reasonable result last week, getting the draw, you know. Um, James Ward-Prowse and stuff like that, obviously popping up with the free kick, which was which was huge for them. Um, and Chelsea, off the, off the back of a really poor result, against Brentford. Um, you know, remains to be seen what will happen in the Champions League, obviously, with Real. But um, I think this could be a... I see this being a Chelsea win, but I see it again being another one of those tough, tough games for Chelsea. I think they might grind something out here, but I think what's going to help them is possibly the likes of Livramento and Brogia not being involved. Um, yeah. You know, with the long deals and stuff like that. I'd expect... I'd expect... Uh, Southampton to struggle without the lads. I know the boy Walker Peters has done excellent recently. Um, and, and, you know, they could bring in Shea Adams or Long and stuff like that. But I just think without the two boys, they're not the side they are week to week, you know. Um, I, I think Chelsea need this win because I think those guys behind them are getting a little bit too close for comfort. And I don't think Chelsea want to be dragged into a top four race when they had top four stitched up, you know. Yeah, they can feel the breath. They can feel the breath of that Chelsea roar on the back of their necks at the moment. Um, yeah, in terms of what's coming behind them, so they need to be really careful. One or two results, you could be dragged into an absolute dogfight. I, th- yeah. I, I think, yeah, I think with Southampton, I think um, they'll struggle a little bit here, but I think it'll end up being a draw. And I wouldn't be surprised if this finished up a nil nil, and with both teams just cancelling each other out. I think Chelsea albeit they're in the top four and they've more or less nearly cemented top three bar a couple of bad results if it was to happen but I think their focus has to be on the two games against Real um, at the moment I think they'll have enough even if they did get dragged down into a bit of a top four dogfight I think they'd still have enough to get out of it and stuff like that whereas I think at the absolutely moment, you know, with with the way Real Madrid are playing at the moment and they're boiled with Ancelotti back there and stuff like that, it, this is not going to be the same Real Madrid that they did a number on last season. And I think they'll no. have to um, <clears throat> they'll have to up their game greatly from. I I, I firmly I firmly believe Real will knock them out over the two legs. If I'm honest, but mm. I think Chelsea will certainly do enough on 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 the weekend to to get over Southampton. So I'm going to say two one Chelsea for that. Yeah, I'm going to go with a draw, maybe one one, maybe nil nil. I don't think there'll be much in it. Watford versus Leeds. Yeah, I suppose Watford really, really need points at this stage if they're going to, you know, drag this out a little longer. Um, they probably haven't had the results under Hodgson that some of their performances deserved. Um, 
certainly not all of them, but certainly some of them. Um, I think Leeds have done very well under Jesse Marsh, I have to say. They look a hell of a lot more organised. Um, they look a little more of a trek going forward. Um, I think all over, they just look a better, more stable, sturdy side. And I think on that basis, I think I'll go with Leeds. And I know that's a big result away from home for Leeds, but I think they should have enough here to just creep over the line. I think I'll go 2-1 Leeds. Yeah, I'm thinking Leeds as well by the odd goal. Yeah. Um, but it'll be tight. Um, then we round out the tea time one, half five, Aston Villa versus Tottenham. Really looking forward to this. Really, really looking forward to this. think this could be the game of the weekend other than obviously the, the top four or the, the, the title decider, you know. Mm. Um, I think though with the, with the Liverpool City game, you know, that could be a game where the two teams are so good they cancel each other out a little bit. Yeah, it could whereas, be built up so much by Sky and end up being a nil-nil or something. <laughs> yeah, something like that, you know. Just because you've got 22 unbelievable footballers on the pitch and, and you know, they could cancel each other out like that. I think this Spurs and Villa game, we could see fireworks here. Um, I think Villa and Spurs are both teams that have been kind of um, have been free scoring for and against this season you know um, obviously Spurs last weekend take Villa apart um, or sorry take uh, Newcastle apart well, Le- uh, Villa lose obviously but the again Wolves. it's quite an open game there's a few chances mm. and stuff like that I think we could see goals here I think Villa need the results Equally as much as Spurs do, just to keep the momentum going between now and the end of the season, so that Stevie doesn't lose a couple of the lads in transition, you know. Um, but I think it'll be tough. Uh, I think I'll go. I think I'm gonna go two two. Two two. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of thinking the same in terms of a score or draw. I was kind of favouring Tottenham, but then when you think of Tottenham, they come out and they have these brilliant results. Yeah. And then they come out the next game, and it's just. It's flat or it's... It's Jekyll and Hyde. It's very Jekyll and Hyde. Very Jekyll and Hyde, yeah. So I'm thinking you're uh, probably uh, spot on with the draw. I and might... typically the away performances have been a lot poorer than the homes. Yeah, and Tottenham need to win here. They need to keep it going, you know, so it's a big one for them. Absolutely. Um, and especially they'll have seen the Arsenal result earlier in the day as well, So and the United result. So they'll have plenty to look for. So it's only really West Ham in the, in the the uh, on the Sunday, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for look. I'm gonna go Spurs by the odd goal, maybe three two. Um, but I think you wouldn't be far off. I think with the draw, let's move into Sunday then. Brentford versus West Ham. Yeah, Brentford off the back of a massive, massive victory last week, obviously away at Chelsea. And um, West Ham did really well on Sunday to to get over Everton, didn't they? At home, and um, mm. I think Everton played pretty well, put a decent performance out there, but West Ham. You know, they were very Moyes-like on Sunday, just grinded it out, you know, the, the, the bowing goal and stuff like that. And, you know, they just they just grinded everything down and, and I kind of see it as being another one of them. I think after the after the victory last weekend for for um for Brentford, I don't think there's a lot to play for this weekend. You know, I think that's a massive high. And I think sometimes off the back of a massive high, you can have a little bit of a lower a lull like that. Mm. Um, and I, and I, I think West Ham will probably just get over the line here. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, uh, one nil to the Hammers. One nil. I was thinking just get over the line as well, but I was thinking two one. So I think now with um, Ericsson and the side and stuff like that, Brentford are good for a goal. Um, but I yeah. think West Ham have been grinding it out, and they just look like they're not gonna go away in that top four race. They're just hanging about. 
Um, yeah. So yeah, I think West Ham two one. Um, Leicester versus Palace. <clears throat> yeah, uh, two good results for both of them last week. It was Paul Leicester come away from home and get a good draw at Old Trafford. And to be fair to them, you know they absolutely should have came away with a victory. Um, I don't think any United fans would argue with that. Palace obviously performed to the week from them, you know. <laughs> and and three 0 not really flat flattering them if I'm honest. Yeah. They were good for three at least, yeah. and you know I I think again I think like when sometimes when you have big results like that I think last week was huge for Vieira obviously playing against Arsenal, whereas I think this week I don't know if you, if they'll have the fire in the belly the way they did last week, mm. and I think Leicester will probably still have a little bit left in their teeth because they'll think we let three points go at Old Trafford. Let's go out and do a job here and get the three we deserve, and uh, and just push us a little bit higher up that title. So, what do you think? I'm going to go Leicester two one here. Um, I'm going to go with Palace to continue their form. I'm going to go to reverse Palace two one. I think with Leicester, that dropping points and not getting what they deserved has been the story of their season. Really, um, they've yeah. thrown so many points away on so many occasions. Um, should be way higher up the table. They should be in there challenging for your top seven or top six or whatever it is. But yeah, absolutely. A poor season by their standards. And Norwich versus Burnley. Um, yeah, this massive, massive game, isn't it? I kind of think Norwich are just gone too far, you know, to to really mount any kind of a serious challenge. But but in saying that, I still think they'll have a say in it because I think they've a couple of the lower teams left between now and the end of the season. Um, I think Norwich could beat Burnley at the weekend. Um, I think it's very plausible. I think they've been decent at home. Um, they've tightened up under Dean Smith. And I think if they can if they can nick a goal, I think they could close Burnley out. Hmm. Yeah, this will be a tight. This will be the odd goal, maybe. Worst case, a draw. But this will be, yeah, absolutely. This will be the odd goal. I was walking through a mall in Dallas when I was away last week and there was a girl walking through the mall. She had a Burnley shirt on her. So it just goes to show you how far reaching football can be sometimes. Um, obviously, the toy... And, of, and how, how how badly lost was she? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Google Maps wasn't working. Um, <laughs> obviously, the toy of the round or the toy of the weekend, Man City versus Liverpool, they're, they're building it as a title decider. I'm not sure whether it's going to be the title decider, um, but obviously a massive game. Yeah, I, to be honest with you, I, you know, I, I, I firmly believe this is the title decider, if I'm honest, um, because I think what, what, what they'll do against each other will cancel out what happens in the other games. Does that make sense? Like, mm. I think you'll probably finish with a very similar amount of points in the last seven games. You know, if you pick up eighteen points each, seventeen points each in the last seven games. And I think it whether it'll be whether City have the buffer obvious mm. to keep us at bay, or will it be that you's you know win and, and maybe climb ahead of them and are able to hold them off? And um, I think Sunday's huge. I think if I was a Liverpool fan, I'd be much happier if the game was at uh, at Anfield, obviously, because um, I don't think he's have a great record at the Etihad recently. Yeah. Um, you know, it's certainly not the it's certainly not the the fans getting on their back there. It's doing it anyway, you know. And um, we know what the atmosphere at the Etihad is like, but I just think, you know, I just think City. I think City feel like this game is is there for them to win and just kind of rubber stamp that and, and put one hand on the trophy type thing, you know. And um, and I know that's obviously not what what, what you want to hear. This here's one thing I will say: 
if anybody's gonna upset the apple cart on Sunday, it's Liverpool. You know, I I I I, I have more faith in Liverpool winning there than I would any other team in the league. Um, but I don't know. I just think City. I think they haven't maybe hit the form we've spoken about. You know, over the season they've been grinding, grinding, grinding. I think Sunday we could see City turn on a little bit of style. Um, similar, similar to ourselves. I mean, we've been grinding most of the season ourselves as well. We haven't flattered really a lot of the times, you know. We've been very no, workman like at they, times ourselves, especially since yeah, Christmas. Yeah, but I, I think, I think, even when he's our workman like, I think the score sheet looks a little bit better, you know. Yeah. And if you look at, yeah. if you look at the way you've clawed back the goal deficit and stuff like that, and hmm. um, I think that will tell. I mean, you look at last night. I would say he were pretty poor last night. Um, and got out of their three-one win. I would have said City were far better against Atletico, and only won one nil. I don't you know. know I mean? thought we were very dominant first half. I think we could have been three or four nil up first half. Second half, yes, I think I think Benfica came back into it, but first half, I think we absolutely dominated them. I listen. I, I it was what I, what I expected to see, but again, mm. I, I don't necessarily think there was the gloss on it the way. Mm. You know, you, well, I think, I, well, I, th- I think the beauty of it is you, you could probably nearly put your house on the fact that we're in the semi final now, and that you know, we can rotate next week. Whereas Man City are not in that position, they're gonna have to play their best team both occasions now, which we know doesn't yeah, make a huge I mean, difference to them when they rotate. Yeah. Failing, you know, failing Benfica scoring the first goal, you know, yeah. if they score the first goal, they'll probably feel like it's a life, mm. you know. And um, but yeah, listen, for my money, is our true. Yeah. Um, I, I still think still think Sunday I'm expecting something special from City I really am because I just don't think all the pieces have fallen into place yet this season for them mm. and and I think in in kind of Guardiola fashion and style it might fall in in one of the biggest games of the season they have yeah so you're going with City tight 2-1 um, I'm going City 3-1 3-1 which is a huge call. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I'm not very confident with it, but I'm comfortable with it. I'm going to go with Liverpool 2-1 because I think when our backs are against the wall and we really have to do it, nine times out of ten we pull it off. And the one thing, the one ace and clop sleeve at the moment, and I wouldn't be surprised if it happens, if they announce the Mo Salah contract either Friday or Saturday. That will absolutely boost the team. No end. And I think that could be the ace in the sleeve. There's a lot of talk going around that the contract was more or less done. And I wouldn't be surprised either Friday or Saturday if we get an announcement that Mo Salah has signed for Liverpool to end his career there. And it'll be announced either Friday or Saturday. And do you think that would be enough of a, of a you know, a boost? I, like, I th- do you think I, he's need that? I, I'm not saying we need it. Obviously, chasing the title and stuff like that. No, and obviously, that, that opportunity of the quadruple and all this kind of stuff. Um, but I just think for that to boost us that other level to get that performance that you think might happen with City could happen with Liverpool. That's what I'm thinking. And that could be the, the icing on the cake that pushes everyone to go, listen, he's staying. The fans will be massive. Everything will be buoyed. We know that Man City are worried about us. We've listened to Guardiola's interviews on Laporte and all these guys. We're in their heads. We know we're in their heads and stuff like that. And look, at the end of the day, we've clawed back 14 points. And um, we've clawed back the goal difference. And, you know, 
this is the first time we've gone to the Etihad. I know we haven't been there the last few times where we've done well, but this be the first one we've gone there where our backs are really to the wall. We have to get a win and get out of there to make things really, really happen. Um, and I just have a sneaky feeling about this season that it's just going to be massive. Um, and I think we're going to beat them 2-1. So that's my call. And this has been your Premier League preview, Match Week 31. As always, drop your picks down in the comments there. If you want to contact the show, the Upper Tier Podcast at gmail.com. Audio version show, always on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music. And we will be back. Just, just tell them. Nobody wants to see me on Spotify, man. <laughs> no one's going to see you on Spotify. And we will Nobody be- wants to see me on Spotify. Got to be hitting us up on YouTube. We want those subscribe, subscriptions. We want it all. Give the likes. Give the comments. There's, there's so many people watching these things that never comment underneath them. Let us know what you think. Tell us who's right, who's wrong. We want a little bit of interaction here, people, yeah? Yeah, we, we got to get something out of this. Yeah, we want to know title race. We want to know top four. We want to know relegation. Put your picks out there. We want you to tell us Darren's a clown. He knows nothing about football. <laughs> and really wind me up and I'll have a go at you. We want to know something, yeah? Yeah. Well, until next time, my friend, a pleasure. As always, brother. Cheers. <laughs>